Hello, hello. Welcome to my podcast, The Imperfect Therapist. That's me. My name is Stephanie Mayberry. I'm a licensed professional counselor and your host. Each week, I'll dive into a topic related to anxiety, perfectionism, self-love, and more. My goal is to educate you, empower you, and inspire you to take charge of your healing and learn to love your imperfect self. Let's go. Welcome back. So I am going to call this season two of the Imperfect Therapist podcast. If you're a returning listener, uh, you know that I have not released any episodes in quite some time. I have been going through some major life changes and, you know, I'm at a place now where I am feeling a little bit more grounded and so I am excited to get back into doing episodes, a little bit nervous, but really excited to just continue to share. If you are someone who's new here, this podcast is for anyone who struggles with anxiety for my recovering people pleasers or perfectionists or just anyone interested in learning more about mental health. So this episode specifically, I am going to be talking about change and I'm talking about this specifically now because I have been going through some major life changes and so that has been at the forefront of my life and um, change is really a part of everyone's life. Things are constantly changing. And so I think it's just a really important topic to talk about. And some of the things I'll touch on is why do we fear change so much? How can we lean into change versus fighting it? How do we embrace it and accept it? And we'll just go from there. So let's get to it. So one of the reasons also that I want wanted to talk about change specifically now is because fall is upon us and that is my favorite season. I love fall. Um, I just find so much beauty in it and fall is really metaphorical for change because it is a season of change. So I just love everything about fall. I love the cool crisp air. I love wearing sweaters. I love all the fall activities. I love watching the leaves change in fall and just watch fall kind of collapse into winter. And it's just such a beautiful season. So I think that I can use that too to explain change as a process in life. And I'll come back to that a little bit later. But just another reason why I'm Timing-wise, we're going to talk about change um, because there's so much change around us right now at this time of year. So, okay, so how do we cope with big life changes? So kind of the first step in being able to cope with change is understanding how our brains respond to it. So change initiates the stress response in the brain when there are major changes, it signals to the brain's fear structure that there's a threat because our brains really thrive on predictability and routine and comfort. And that is where we kind of find our, our safety. So when things are shifting and changing, 
there we we lose that predictability and that routine and so that is you know if we're thinking evolutionary in terms of evolution like that was not helpful for survival so it's more helpful to be able to predict to be able to plan to anticipate what is coming next right so that is why our brains view change as a threat which is also why change often triggers a lot of anxiety is because that fear is being triggered within our brains and so because of that uh, as humans it is a very natural and normal response to want to resist change to want to fight change that is a very normal response to change so when our brain is detecting change it's going to kind of shift into that protection mode but like everything with some training and some shifting of habits or in our thinking we can also kind of shift how we approach change as well and you know obviously with big change big life transitions it becomes pretty easy to just lose track of ourselves to feel like we're losing control especially when there's change that is unexpected or we didn't choose it we can feel like we're kind of being tossed about by life we lose our predictability we're losing our footing and that again brings on intense anxiety for a lot of people um but although again it's natural to want to resist and fight change that's not the healthiest approach to it and i will continue to explain why that is when we start to resist change or fight it completely we are going to get stuck it's going to be really hard to move forward and to move in a positive direction if we're completely avoiding or resisting and some of that resistance is helpful because it lets us plan and assess and like prepare ourselves for what we're going to do next right but uh, we don't want to avoid or resist change altogether so let's think of some major life changes some examples of positive life changes might be buying a house or getting a promotion or becoming a parent for the first time and all those things are if we think about it like really huge uh, stressful changes in our lives and they kind of activate the same sensors within the brain but why but we view those things as being positive things in our lives and there's not such an element of anxiety um, with those types of changes and the reason for that is because simply we view them differently when we have the right perspective we're able to challenge channel that anxiety or that stress into being proactive which eventually helps us through any you know anxiety or uncertainty but on the other end of that spectrum when it's negative change our brain our brains kind of default into a negative bias and um, we kind of get sucked into like protection mode so with that uncertainty again our brain automatically is going to kind of think of all the worst case scenarios which 
just continues to increase anxiety and we have a tendency to really get, you know, stuck on the negative side of change. So a huge part of change just from that is how we view it. Um, there's a huge negativity bias for most changes and, you know, I think that's fair. I think it's especially challenging to, you know, go through big unexpected things in life and I have gone through that myself lately so um, I definitely don't want to minimize if you're listening and you're going through this major life change um, and me saying like, oh, it's just how you're viewing it. I don't mean to say that to minimize how you're feeling or what you're going through. Um, I know change is so difficult and so challenging for so many different reasons. So um, I I hear you and support you and, and no way minimizing anyone's challenges. So let's answer that question, why we fear change so much. Essentially, it boils down to fearing the unknown, fearing that uncertainty. Again, our brains are really designed to find peace and safety in certainty and predictability. So that's why we fear it, because it's a loss of control. Um, it's hard to trust kind of the process, to trust you know, what's going to come next when we're hit with some major life changes unexpectedly. So everyone has a different reaction reaction to change. Some people cope pretty well with change, but then a lot of people struggle with change for good reason. And I think it's important to understand stages of change because change brings on so many different emotions and when we're not used to feeling those emotions or we're not used to you know what is going on with our lives it can feel really uncomfortable and we want to resist those feelings or fight those feelings or you know we tend to bring in shame and guilt and kind of shame ourselves for like going through this difficult time when it's actually very normal um, to feel so many different things and so I'm going to just share a little bit about stages of change these also relate a lot to stages of grief so I'll talk a little bit about that as well but the first stage of change is shock and disorientation and that's really reasonable when we experience a sudden big change that feels like a physical blow so you know death of a loved one that was unexpected or loss of a job you've been at for years or you know the pandemic uh, there's just a lot of shock and disorientation initially when we're hit with change and to share a little bit more about myself and what I've been going through the last several months, I've been going through a separation and divorce and um, just thinking back to a few months ago uh, when things kind of first happened, I can definitely recognize feeling that shock and disorientation and just feeling like really lost and confused and 
I, I know there were times where maybe even it felt like dissociation, like I was almost just watching my life kind of play out and it didn't really feel like my life at all. And I think, you know, reasonably so, uh, nobody goes into marriage expecting to be going through a divorce. So that is a major life change that is going to be viewed negatively. And that was exactly the mindset that I was in is just how, you know, how am I ever going to get through this? Why is this happening to me? This is so unfair. Just so many negative thoughts and so much disorientation in the beginning. And that lasted for a good month or two. Um, so that is very normal. That's our brains kind of attempts to like make sense of the situation. So again, super normal if you're feeling that. And so then the second stage of change is anger or just feeling other strong emotional responses. And that initial disorientation is usually going to bring on like a wave of strong emotions and you're probably going to feel angry about these unwanted change changes in your life that are just kind of being thrown at you. And so with that, it's normal too in this stage to kind of swing between feeling optimistic, like, okay, I, I can get through this. I, you know, this might be a really challenging time, but I know I'll get through this. I have my supports. Um, but then you also are going to probably feel a great deal of pessimism. Like I said, um, like, why is this happening? I'm never going to be able to get through this and just kind of swinging between, you know, those two ends of the spectrum in this stage is also very normal. But the key here is to allow yourself to feel these things, not to resist or avoid those emotions. Again, like those are really uncomfortable things to feel. I know I felt so much anger. I still feel a lot of anger at times. And, you know, sometimes I like feel a lot of shame and guilt again about that because that's uncharacteristic for myself. I'm not an angry person. It takes a lot to make me angry. Um, but when you're going through things you've never gone through before, you're going to feel emotions to extents that you have never felt before. So again, allow yourself to feel those things. Um, normalize it. It is very normal. Um, so again, just you know, giving yourself grace, feeling the emotions, allowing yourself to normalize your experience is going to be really helpful in those initial stages of change. So once you kind of get through that initial shock and disorientation or anger, all the emotions, the next stage is then kind of coming to terms with the new normal. And during this, you might notice yourself starting to shift away from what you've lost towards, you know, what's new towards what, what can I gain from this experience? How, what is this teaching me? But essentially this stage is the commitment to kind of move on, um, to accept the change and commit yourself to moving forward. And this is a slow process. It takes a lot to get to this place. Again, that our brains are naturally wanting to resist that because we're wanting to cling to what our old, you know, status quo was, what our old 
you know, routine was and old life, whatever that looked like. And so we're going to resist that. We might be reluctant to acknowledge the new or whatever is, you know, coming into our lives. But this is a really, really important step um, is, again, that acceptance. And you need that acceptance to be able to fully embrace change. And I just want to add to it's pretty normal to not go through these stages in a linear way, but to maybe regress at some points. And um, that's normal as well. Um, if you find yourself kind of, you know, ping-ponging back and forth between the different stages, um, that's part of grief as well. It's not a linear process, but um, doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. So again, just a normal part of change and of grief and so the final stage then is acceptance and moving forward and when we get to this stage where we've come to fully accept our changed circumstances and with that acceptance that doesn't mean you know you can't feel sad about what you lost it doesn't mean you have to entirely give up you know that previous self or previous life or whatever the change is that happened for you. Acceptance doesn't mean, you know, forgetting or totally giving up what was before. It's just you're accepting, you're moving forward. You're able to view the future as more of a positive, positive part of your life. And again, this is a process. So I am about almost six months into my separation. I'm not fully divorced yet, but um, I think I am, I've accepted the situation. I've accepted that, you know, this change has been happening. It is happening. Um, and, you know, you can't reverse change, right? Change is inevitable. Change is going to happen. Um, whether we wanted it or not, asked for it or not, chose it or not. And so the best thing you can do is to really just ride that wave and ride the, ride the wave through the stages of change so that you can get to that place of acceptance and moving forward. So just coming back to those stages of change altogether and relating that to grief. So at the heart of all major life change is going to come grief and and loss, right? Because we are essentially kind of shifting our identity, shifting our lives, and in that we're losing things. We're losing what our life was before. We're maybe losing a person that was a huge part of our life. Maybe we're losing a job that was a huge part of our life. So there's so much loss involved in major life changes, which is why it is such a challenging and difficult process. So not only is there, you know, we're hit with this, all this uncertainty and unpredictability, but we also have to then go through the grieving process of, you know, what, what was and now what is, is not. And that's very normal. So just being able to observe that and know that that is such a normal part of change and life transitions. And also with that, like our identity will change as well. 
And just to give an example of that, um, for me, like becoming a new mom, um, I think before being a mom, a huge part of my identity was um, being like into fitness and being known by everyone in my life as this like athlete, someone who was just so into fitness and um, fitness just kind of took up this huge part of my life. And then becoming a mom, um, you know, I, I lost that to a certain extent. I no longer, you know, made fitness my whole life. It was part of my life, um, but not my priority. And so that was a huge shift in my identity. And that is so hard. And um, even now going through separation and divorce, you know, identifying as a wife and prioritizing that and now, you know, having to kind of view myself and my life in a different way than I planned is really hard. And again, it's a a shift in identity. So just know that that is very normal to feel that when you're going through a big life transition. So how do we lean into change? Let's kind of shift to that question and answering that. And a big part of leaning into change, again, is allowing yourself to like go through those stages, um, but also riding that wave and trusting. Trust is the antidote to anxiety, honestly. If you are able to trust even though things in your future might feel so uncertain, um, just trusting that you're going through this process of change and you're going to come out, you know, at, at a better place or come out on the other side um, is really useful in allowing yourself to release some of that anxiety is just in that trust, having faith, having trust that, you know, things might not be going the way I want them to, but, you know, I know I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get to a better place in my life. And thinking about all of the other major changes that I have been through, um, obviously I'm going through the biggest, most challenging season that I've ever gone through. But, you know, also just thinking back, like, you know, there's been times in my life where I'm like, feeling felt the same way. Like, how am I ever going to get through this? This is terrible. This feels so icky and so uncomfortable and looking back like I got through all of the things all of the challenges that I've been faced with thus far and I'm sure you have too so just you know using that introspection and just reflecting in that sense too is just trusting that change is a process of life you know things are always changing change is always a part of life Um, small change big change it's always there and we can't avoid it. So the best thing to do is to hop on the wave, to ride it out, and to trust in the process and to trust that you will end up in a better place or in a place where maybe you never even imagined to be, but it's going to turn out better than expected. And so that brings me back to fall and the season of change and how leaves change and I want to bring that into, you know, how we just view change. So if we think about how trees shed their leaves and leaves change color or thinking about trees releasing old leaves that are unhealthy, right? Those leaves die, they become 
dormant, trees as winter approaches, trees are left cold and bare and exposed and vulnerable and that is exactly what it feels like when you're going through this huge life change, right? Because again, things are so unpredictable, you're kind of ripped away from all that comfort and we are left feeling exposed and really vulnerable and that's the hardest part I think um, is just feeling that way but then you know if you continue through that the process of change and those stages of change and thinking back to you know fall and the seasons those leaves are going to return right and maybe they even are going to come back you know, bigger and healthier and stronger. And so there's just this um, sense of evolution and rebirth and growth and strength and change as well. I think those are big words that we need to practice associating more with change is that, yes, it's this process that is so difficult and there's so much discomfort in it naturally, but, you know, change is a season of growth. Change is a place for transformation. And if we can stick with it, like we're going to come out stronger people. We're going to come out, you know, leveled up and hopefully better people on the other side. So I just think relating to change in that sense is so beautiful. Just thinking about, you know, kind of releasing letting go, kind of letting, you know, the old things kind of die and then thinking about it as, you know, re rebirth, transformation and coming back, you know, even more beautiful than before. So um, that is essentially, you know, the process of change, why we fear change, how we can lean into it and accept it is by allowing ourselves to go through those stages of change by normalizing our experience, showing ourselves grace. Uh, we're not going to be perfect individuals through major life changes and to just, you know, let yourself be where you're at, where you're at. And a big part of that is just being present to and mindful of your experience. And so lastly, I just kind of want to throw out there if you are someone that's going through a huge life change and you're finding yourself really struggling and not sure how to cope with it, I would encourage you to reach out to a professional and seek help. There's nothing wrong in doing that. Doesn't make you, you know, doesn't make anything wrong with you for having a hard time with change. It's a very normal, normal reaction. And so seek help if you feel like you might be struggling but otherwise, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. And again, I'm super excited to um, keep them coming. So stay tuned. And just your weekly reminder that you are imperfect, but you are so worthy right now in this moment, just the way you are. just your weekly reminder that you are imperfect but you are so worthy right now in this moment just the way you are
Hello, hello. Welcome to my podcast, The Imperfect Therapist. That's me. My name is Stephanie Mayberry. I'm a licensed professional counselor and your host. Each week, I'll dive into a topic related to anxiety, perfectionism, self-love, and more. My goal is to educate you, inspire you, and encourage you to manage your healing journey and learn to love your imperfect self. Let's go.